Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. <sighs> First, I want to congratulate the 49ers on winning the game, but I got to break it down today. It's funny how people talk about Brock Purdy and try to put him on this pedestal, saying he's better than Dak Prescott. He's better to that better than Tua Tagovailoa. He's better than all these other quarterbacks. Like, how can we sit here and put him on a pedestal when this team has already been to the Super Bowl with everything intact? The only thing they probably didn't have was Christian McCaffrey, but they still had the number one, number two rushing attack in the league. It's like deja vu. It's like, of course, the Ravens had number one seed. Then, of course, the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. Um, Brad Purdy is a good quarterback. He does well for what they have. Everybody's talking about Brock Purdy is changing the game, but he's a game manager, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's a game manager off the simple fact that he doesn't he he is strive to not turn the ball over. He's a little more aggressive than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's it. He has more free range, more free will, and he's younger than Jimmy Garoppolo. But he doesn't have to do much in the offense. He has George Kittle, Brandon Ayu. And Debo Samuels. And he got Christian McCaffrey. Any quarterback that has that kind of personnel isn't asked to do but so much. He has spurts of when he can do things good, but he doesn't have a consistent rep. Like, why is nobody talking? And and then it's funny that Ryan Clark is like jumping from bandwagon to bandwagon to bandwagon. Talking about Brock Purdy is this, Brock Purdy is that. Like, some of the stuff these analysts are saying is mind-boggling. Like, you know, like, let's read what he said. What Brock Purdy did was separate himself from Tua Tungvaluwa, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, and Kirk Cousins. Okay, one, Justin Herbert is more talented than... Brock Purdy. Two, Dak Prescott had a better season, regular season, than Brock Purdy. That's three. Two and Tonga Valoa the last two years has outperformed Brock Purdy. Two is very talented. So let's get that out of the way. Kirk Cousins is a stat guy. Kirk Cousins always put up big numbers. So these are all stat guys that haven't taken their, taken their talents to the next level. Justin Herbert had a bad coach for the last three years. Now the Chargers can make something happen. That Prescott put the team on his back, but the team failed him in the end. Tua Tagovailoa just lost all the guys he had and couldn't get them over the hump. Kirk Cousins is only good in the regular season. I mean, Bart Purdy can do that. Let's be honest, when you got Fred Warner, a great defensive line with an added acquisition of uh, Chase Young and Randy Gregory, no wonder 
But at the same time, they have good personnel on both sides of football. You put any other quarterback in this situation, they might have better stats than Brock Purdy, if not tremendous MVP validation. Hell, they might go undefeated. You put two in this situation, two is going to succeed. You saw what he had when he was with, I mean, you saw what he had in Miami when he was healthy. There was a number one offense. You put Justin Herbert in this kind of offense, they're going to win more games. You kind of put Kirk Cousins in this offense with a good defense, oh, they're going to win. You put Dak Prescott in this kind of offense where he is not the focal point. He's, Dak Prescott is the same way. You put Dak Prescott in this kind of offense, they're going to win more games. He can rely on others to step up instead of it just being C.D. Lamb. Like that, like, that kills me. Like, all of a sudden, that was Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. Where was that charisma? Where was that energy when they lost to the Browns? How about when they lost to the Bengals? How about when they lost to the Vikings, who has one of the worst defenses in the league? How about when they got blown out by the Ravens? Where was all this charisma then? Where was all this? Where was all this moxie, this energy, this, this Brock Purdy is the guy? He lost those games because he didn't have Debo. He didn't have Trent Williams. But when he played against the Ravens and he had all those things, they got blown out. So we're going to sit here and say Brock Purdy is the guy. Brock Purdy's in a great situation. Let's not take that away from him. He's a good quarterback. He's not great. He's good. Because the moment if they what happens if they lose Super Bowl? Y'all gonna take all that rhetoric that y'all said away? Just like how y'all did with Lamar Jackson. Hey man. The media is like a coin. When it's his, everybody can say all the good things. Next thing you know, it goes on tails, man. They re, they don't even retract it. They cover up the whole statement. Like, I'll give Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. It's nothing wrong with being good. But do not put him in the conversation of historically great quarterbacks. About, and then Rex Ryan talking about he's the Joe Montana of this generation. What? How was he the Joe Montana of this generation? That sounds crazy. Like, huh? He's the Joe Montana of this generation. If I'm not mistaken, Joe Montana got MVP. If I'm not mistaken, Joe Montana got four Super Bowls. Why are we comparing a Hall of Famer to somebody that's good? That don't even make sense. That's oil and water. It don't mix. It don't make sense. Then, like, yeah, yeah it don't make sense. I wish the 49ers best of luck. Brad Purdy has played a good... He's had a good season this year, you know, 30-plus touchdowns and all this and that. But to put him in a conversation with different guys and saying he's better than those guys is ridiculous. Any of those guys in the same situation as Brad Purdy is going to the same destination, the same one. 
the very, especially Justin Herbert, who's 10 times better than Brock Purdy. Let's not forget, Brock Purdy's is in a system. These other guys are the system. He's in the system. They are the system. But, you know, I'm just a young man that watches football and researches and then pays attention to certain things. These guys play the game and don't know half of what they're talking about. So that kind of gets me wondering, when they're trying to talk sports, they're teaching all these people wrong things, and they've been seasonal for a long time. Just like, and I'm going to flip the conversation a little bit because I'm, I'm feeling a certain way. I want to, I want the NFL to change all the rules. No, not all the rules. I'm sorry. Some of the rules. I don't want no celebrations at all. When you score, just hand the ball up to the referee. Because taunting is a form of celebration. That's an unsportsmanlike conduct. That's an unsportsmanlike conduct foul. If you celebrate anywhere near anybody, it's an unsportsmanlike conduct. Especially when you get a first down and you point. That's unsportsmanlike conduct. So I think the NFL should get rid of taunting and cel- no, get rid of celebrations at all. Let it be boring. If we can't come to the conclusion where we can celebrate and talk trash to people, because there's no way the NFL allowed Travis Kelsey to do what he did on Sunday. And Travis Kelsey should be ashamed of himself. Justin Tucker came out with an in, a, in an interview that said he's been doing that pregame warm up for twelve years. Justin Tucker is a Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, the greatest kicker ever at his position. That's a form of unsportsmanlike. You don't walk up to somebody else and throw that stuff away on their home field. What if what if uh, Roquan Smith would have done that if they was playing Kansas City on Kansas City Field? They'd have crucified him on national TV. And you know, real tough guys don't hide behind referees. Real tough guys stand in front. But you know, when you got a battery in your back, you can do certain stuff like that. But you know, I think the NFL should get rid of rid of celebrations. I think the NFL should really, really come to a conclusion of what is a penalty and what's not a penalty. Because passing inference is not passing inference anymore. You can't be that type of. We can't be that. The NFL can't have those type of officials that just call it one side. If you're going to call on one side, one side, then you don't need to be an official at all. You need to officiate accordingly and respectfully on both sides. If there's holding, if a, if a, if an offensive lineman blocks on the shoulders instead of in the chest, it's a holding call. If a defensive lineman put his hands in the offensive lineman's face, that's a legal use of the hands to the face, needs to be called. If if a quarterback hand touches the ground, I don't know. I don't think that would that whole patchmore's been that way. I don't know what that was. 
But there are some cases where they called that and said the receiver was the receiver, the running back or the quarterback was down. Alright. That's cool. Another thing. If we're gonna play a certain way in the postseason compared to the regular season, it needs to be orchestrated all the way through. All the way through. Don't change it for nothing. And this goes for any game. We saw it with the Ravens and the Chiefs past Sunday. We saw it with the Rams and the um the Saints that one time. Where the Rams player completely came and knocked the the guy out of the play. You cannot touch a receiver. When the ball's in the air, you cannot touch a receiver at all. Because you're impeding him from touching the football. And then the people can't understand when certain things happen. People like to say you can't blame the referee. I want everybody to keep that same energy. Anytime there's a bad call, do not blame the referee. Anytime you felt as though your receiver was held, don't look at the referee. He's not there. He's not there. There's been so many games in NFL history where the ref has changed the outcome of the game. There is a saying, old school saying, do not put the ball in the ref's hands. But in today's sports, the refs have had more power than anything. Look at basketball. You hand the ref the ball, you get a technical foul. That slows the game down. That makes the game more contradicting than anything. I remember when basketball was just playing basketball. We out there hooping. Referees will call something. All right, I did it. But nowadays, it's like the littlest things can be called. And it's like you got to tiptoe over a flat surface of ice because you don't want to cost your team the game. And I'm really disappointed in Shannon Sharp because he has done a lot of taunting in his days. Go look at the film. A lot of receivers taunt. First down, spin the ball all day long. All day long. Every receiver in the league does it. So it is what it is. It's just it's just certain stuff that just need to change. And, you know, people just don't understand. Like I talked about earlier with Brock Purdy. Really fully evaluate Brock Purdy. This is his second year and he's going to a Super Bowl. All right. He's had a good career so far. Not going to take it away from him. He does throw touchdown passes, but we've seen him struggle when he don't have those weapons around him. We've seen other quarterbacks dominate the game with less. That's why we can't really throw Brock Purdy in that conversation. He's a good quarterback. He's overcome the odds. A lot of quarterbacks can do better things than Brock Purdy. He's not asked to do a lot. He's really not. He's protected by one of the best offensive lines in the league. He has one of the best defenses in the league. He has best one of the best receiving cores. He has the best running back for the past two seasons. 
for the past season. So, is he really all that great? What happens when the 49ers don't have that talent? There's going to come a time where Brock Purdy doesn't have all that personnel. And we're going to see the struggle. And I want, and I want Rex Ryan... I want Ryan Clark. I want Stephen A. Smith. I want Shannon Sharp to go back and say, you know what? Even though they're not going to, Brad Purdy ain't all that. And then, this was my last statement. Shannon Sharp, you've been around the game for a long time. You said Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback ever. Let me know when did two become more than... Seven. When did his two regular season MVPs become more than Peyton's five? When did his two Super Bowls become more than Joe Montana's four? Joe Montana's never lost in a Super Bowl. Four and oh. Four and oh. Tom Brady went to 11 Super Bowls. Won seven, lost four. Mm. Brady, I mean, Patrick Mahomes has had better talent than Brady. Brady has all the records in the postseason and in the regular season. So how is he better than Brady? And I'm not even a Brady fan. This is just straight up facts. Patrick Mahomes' team will never be better than Peyton Manning's Denver Broncos team. Peyton Manning broke all the regular season records in one season. That was the best team with no names. And people say, well, Demarius Thomas was not like that until Peyton Manning got there. Eric Decker was good, but Peyton Manning made him relevant again. Wes Walker was good when he was with Tom. He became even better when he was with Peyton. During this time, he got all those guys paid. Another check. Come on now. That's called speed of speed. Let's be factual. Let's be factual. I mean, it was Jimmy Johnson Jr. And I just broke down every certain thing that everybody talked about. And we ain't got to talk about the Ravens and Chiefs game again because, you know, it's over. But, you know, there's a lot of fans out there that loves misery is company. Like, if you a Colts fan, we did y'all a favor. Y'all beat us, absolutely. But we beat the team... That one yard division. Twice. Get him out of there. And we beat the team that beat y'all, Jacksonville. I'm just saying. Giants, we beat y'all wouldn't really count it. 34 to 7 in the Super Bowl. Y'all didn't have no offensive possessions where y'all scored. Y'all scored on special teams. So let's call a spade a spade. I speak them facts. Play with something safe.